0: hey friends thank you for pressing play and tuning into women in transition i am your host tia davidson and you're invited to join me every week for transparent storytelling about life love and business get ready to laugh to feel inspired and challenged to get out of your comfort zone we are all adjusting to this world of perfection experts doing it for the gram When in real life, we're just out here trying to figure out what to do and how to do it. Hang on to our adult relationships, find the balance between side hustle and nine to five, and adjust to our new identities in marriage and parenthood. Each episode, I will help you see the growth and possibility in what's next. Are you in position for the next transition? Let's get into the show. I believe in me and where I am right now. Welcome back to Women in Transition with Tia Davidson. I am your host. And today, I have a guest joining me from the Millennial Wives Club, Dallas Community, by the name of Naila Johnson. You may recognize her as the millennial mom and wife who recently did a guest blog post on the Millennial Wives Club blog about how she struggled a little bit with her identity after becoming a mother. And we will dive into that. But... I know Naila as a funny, beautiful spirit who enjoys having a good time and connecting with other women who is passionate about motherhood and childhood education. Naila, please tell the people who you are as a woman in transition <laughs> from your point
1: of view. Oh, man. Thank you, Tia. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> yes. My name is Naila Johnson, and I am a woman in transition because... That's what you do as a millennial wife and a millennial. We, you can't be stagnant. We transition times have changed. So just a little bit of background about me. Um, Like Tia mentioned, we've known each other for a little bit. You know, I love getting to know people. Um, I'm very passionate about early education. That could be because my kids are young, uh, but also I feel like um, education is the key to success. And so um, I'm very passionate about that. I'm a wife. We celebrate our four-year anniversary. Yeah, four. Yeah, four oh years <laughs> in October. Time is flying. Time uh, does fly. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Um, I have two toddlers, a four-year-old, and my youngest will be three in July. Um, yeah, y'all probably trying to do that math. 17 <laughs> months apart, like that's a whole. We'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> A uh, friend, wife, child of God, uh, just a person who just loves getting to talk to people. I'm a people person, so you yeah.
0: definitely are. You <laughs> definitely are. I remember. Um, for those of you who are wondering how we met, we met through the Millennial Wives Club community. As you guys know, I am the founder of the Millennial Wives Club, and in 2018, actually two years after I started the blog. I wanted to start a community, actual community with people. And Naila was one of the first people to reach out to me in 2018. And <laughs> um, I know, and I'm just realizing today, like it was 2018 and it's been two years and I've known you for two years, which is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yes, and you reached out to me and about being a brand ambassador for the Millennium Wise Club and hosting meetups in Dallas with me, which you have been doing um, since 2018. Nice. and) Yes, I and when I first met you, I know that we clicked. We even though I wasn't a mom, I had a lot in common with you, especially with our personalities. You know, you like to have a good time, I like to have a good time, you like to laugh, you're friendly. You know, ever since I've known you, you've been friendly, and we talk about. Kids, and you know, you'd be like, When am I gonna have a kid? And you know, you offered let to let me babysit. Ba- okay, nope. babysit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certified. We, talk, we connected <laughs> on that, we connected on both house hunting and you know, trying to figure out that process. So, we know a little bit about each other now. I, I little a little bit more about you today, as well as the audience. So, let's get right into it. So. Nayla, you and your trans your transition from single woman to wife
1: girl.
2: like
0: what did that look like girl what's the comparison
1: <laughs> what's the story i had to like think back i don't know if it's mommy brain or what but i was like what was life before <laughs> all of this like i needed to go to facebook i had to go to instagram i was like what like, what is this? Because I mean, it really technically hasn't been that long. So let's see. It's been maybe five years. Let me see. I met my husband. That's a funny story. I met him December of 2014. So what was life before that? Um, In and out of relationship. I shouldn't have been. in. The Lord told me no, you need to, you know, he's not the one, you need to go. But you know how we are as women, like, oh, but he gonna change, I can change him. Okay. No, nah, boo, you can't. Right. You cannot. Um, and I remember saying the only way I would leave this person is if he had a baby. Right? Like uh-huh. if he not 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 me. Right, right, the day, not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day, you know what I'm saying? Right, of course. <laughs> now why did this fool get somebody pregnant? I was like, yep. Okay, Lord. All right. It was you the whole time. I apologize. Let me go ahead and listen and get to moving. Um, And I started to say, you know what? That same year that happened, my sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so I was in my last semester of grad school and it was just like, and I was like, Lord, here you go. Like, here it is. I'm giving my all to you. I'm focused on you. No men, no nothing. So I'm just chilling, right? And just chilling, doing my thing, right? Minding my business, right? (laughs) And with that whole thing that happened with my ex, I remember like my stress relief is going to the gym. Okay. So my family gave me a year membership to the gym. And Um, I was like, I love this. I ain't got to pay, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Girl, why did I meet my husband at the gym? See? He was waiting on you. He was waiting on you. I was. And I was like, I was like, Lord, I'm supposed to be focused on you, you, and just a little segue. If y'all would like to go to YouTube, to Day Johnsons, you know, yes. you get a little bit more information about our story. For sure. Uh, but straight up, we were at the gym, and then we just clicked. And in two weeks, I knew he was gonna be my husband. He didn't. I did. But oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> so did you
1: pursue
0: him since you knew and he didn't? How, how no does that team. even work at the gym? Because Curiosity. people are usually, people go to the gym, they're focused, like they, you mm-hmm. know, they're to, to get it in, trust. like. Trust,
1: trust. So <laughs> I love to do workout classes because I'm very competitive, right? Mm-hmm. So we we're in a workout class and he's a cap up. <laughs> oh, of course. So, you know, they got them show, and they? And I was like, oh, anywho. So we were like going in like lines and like getting warmed up. And he like did a little shimmy and I was like, oh, focus. And I like looked to the side. I was like, no, Lord, Lord, focus, focus, focus. <laughs> um, and I just, I remembered that. And I was like, okay, he's kind of cute. And I didn't know anybody at the gym. And so me being friendly, I just started talking to random people in the class. And so one time I was leaving the, the class and he like stopped me. And I was just like, hi you know, you know, I play it cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so he was like, Hey, um, and he asked me like three questions real quick. He was like, um, do you have, you know, what did he say? He said something like, um, he didn't ask my name. He asked my age. <laughs> oh. He asked my age. Cause he probably knew my name from somebody else. He asked my age. He asked if I had any kids and if I had a boyfriend Ooh. and I told him, he was like, all right, take down my number and call me. And I said, Oh, you, you tried to uh, chase oh ooh. no you chased me um so I waited a day and then I took
0: <laughs> oh my god and then the rest is history
1: <laughs> and, and here we are like, today <laughs> <laughs> almost five years yeah five years later man oh my so everything has girl and ever since then it's just um it just clicked and so like we hung out you know getting to know each other all this kind of stuff and then he was like we need to meet up and I'm like, okay. So we met at Brown and he was like, there's something I need to tell you. I was like, oh man, like, Lord, for real. Like, come on now. Come to find out he was going to Belize. He was joining Uh, the Peace Corps uh, in Belize. And that was, he told me like the beginning of January. It was like January of 2015. And he was saying he was going to Belize and he was like, I feel like this could be something, but I want to be upfront with you just so you know. And he was like, I leave in June, like June 23rd. I said, okay, let's go to the courthouse and get married. And he just looked at me like I was crazy because I knew because I'm a person who was like never content in a relationship. Like, we'll be cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. I love you. Then after like this three to six month mark, I'm just like, bye, I'm done. Like, you're, you know what I mean? That sounds so bad, but that's just, (laughs) that's really how it is. I'm just like, I'm done. Like you're boring. But with him, I'm just like, all right, I can keep you know keep dealing with him. Five years later, I look at him and I'm just like, yeah, that's mine. So oh my I, it,
2: god, it's crazy!
1: And so to the day, he was like, "You're crazy," and I said, "Who's the crazy <laughs> one, really?" I just knew, and I feel like as women, we know, you know, yeah. when they took, you know, they took the rib. Lord, he took the rib <laughs> from Adam and made Eve, right? And so I think when that rib when he pulled that rib. Yes,
0: girl. I feel
1: as though he took a little bit of common sense from him. Yes.
0: I him a little, yes.
1: You know what I'm saying? And we got yes. that intuition. I feel like as women, we have an intuition. And I feel like sometimes we downplay it. Yeah. But we have this intuition for a reason. So, just like that. Oh
0: so wait. There. So, did y'all go to the courthouse?
1: Girl, no. People <laughs>
2: <it> was crazy. <laughs> but... <laughs> so, i was like what wait a minute
1: did he do it
2: <laughs> Girl, he was like um
1: uh, we only know each other we haven't known each other i said it's okay i know i know you mind and so my thing is is i'm a very big people person you know so i was like okay well before you leave let's take a trip like let's go on a cruise i mm-hmm. haven't been on a cruise so we went to the bahamas i almost said Jamaica. Mm-hmm. we went to the bahamas and that was like around his birthday, April, May ish, right before he left. And we stayed in Fort Lauderdale. Like we went to the Bahamas, did the whole cruise, and we stayed a few extra days, right? And I was there and I was like, oh, I think I'm like seasick or I'm just tired from the cruise. Ooh. Nah, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no. I wasn't. We got back home and I'm just like I, I never have tracked my period or cycles whatever yeah. you call it. I've never tracked it, right? So I didn't think nothing of it. And he was like, When's your last period? And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> so I was like, Oh snap. I was like, go to the oh. store and I'm never forget that we were in my room and we were getting ready for work and it was raining that day and I had to go to a big event. It was a event for work and it was the opening of a new like medical building
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I remember taking the test and I had to get the one that says pregnant not pregnant because I don't believe in that little plus sign, yes, sign. Exactly. now I need you to tell me right yeah and I look and I peed you know and I let it sit there and I was like all right well what is it gonna say and it said pregnant and I just put um <laughs> I just put uh a, a towel over top of it and just was like kept getting dressed. He was like, what'd you say? What did say? I said, oh no, look at it. And so we usually talk every single day on the way to work. And it was silent. Cause we didn't know what to say. Like he's about to leave. Yeah. I just moved into my own apartment probably like six, seven months before then. Oh my
2: God.
1: I just let me see. I just started being like full time at my job. So I'm just like just everything. I was yeah. like, I ain't got time. I'm a Virgo, so I need time to, like, process it. Yeah. And I have an event to go to, so I was like, all right, I got to deal with that in a second. Okay. And so he asked that I want him to stay and not go to Belize. Because the reason he was going to Belize was because he was in the medical, like, that's his thing, like, medical. He loves science, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, no, because that's your future.
2: Right. And that's,
1: i.e., the future of our child. You'll be able to support, you know, this year I'll be fine. Yeah because that's how I was. And so um I just remember telling him, like, you should go. I'll be fine. My support system's here, like I'll be fine. And so I'm a very mind over matter type of person. So I had to get it in my mind that I was gonna be a single parent. Yeah. Not a full single parent, but like right. he's not here. Like yeah. he was at every single doctor's appointment. He was at the baby shower on FaceTime, like there's a picture of me. Big belly in him. He dressed up in everything. Aww. So he was always very supportive. So he was still there,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: he wasn't physically there. So I just had to put in my mind, like, I'm doing this all by myself. Yeah. So they were going to let him come home early because I was due January, like 19th. So he was going to come home at the beginning of, or the end of December to kind of be there just to make sure. Well, he came home and he didn't go back. Oh, so that was a transition of like, okay, so you've been, you've been gone. Programming
0: yourself, yeah. So
1: he didn't see me like I had no stomach when he left. In we saw me and I had this oh. big old belly about to pop. So he just kind of looked at me like, whoa, and I'm like, Nigga, I told y'all I was pregnant. did like, <laughs> right. you mean? You what, th- what it looked like? <laughs> like, and so it took. I bet it took him like a process, but it was hard for me. Speaking of like this motherhood thing. I had in my mind, I was going to be a single parent. Yeah. So when she was born, my oldest was born, I was doing everything. Yeah. And I think as mom, that goes into just like that mommy mode. You just, yeah. I can do it. I'm a woman. I got this. I'm got this. I'm a strong black woman. I got this. I got this. And like reflecting on that now, it's just like, I should have let him help more. And yes. I realized that with the second kid, like I was just too like, I got it. Mm -hmm. I need your help. Like I, I can do it. I can do it. Don't worry about it. And so that was something that I had to get together. It was like a huge adjustment for me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's something to even have to program your brain to think that you you would be a single parent. So that I'm guessing, so you wouldn't feel bad or like I don't know. Like you have to depend on him a little bit too much, and then when you couldn't get you know whatever you needed from him, you kind of just like train your brain, and then to untrain your brain of doing that, that's kind of like again how I think about millennial women today in marriage because millennial women were brought up to be independent women and do things on our own, and then when you get married, and then you have to you know, trust someone else to lead you and you're like, uh, I've been doing this by myself and everything's been fine. Like, but, um, so I can relate, I can definitely relate to you through that, through that transition, just from a married woman, you know? So how did motherhood affect your marriage? Because it seemed like you you kind of did both transitions. Like you had to adjust to a new identity as a wife and a mom.
1: Yeah, that was, so let me throw a little something extra into that little sauce of of all of that. So I gave birth in 2016, January, 2016. He proposed April of 2016. We got married October 1st of 2016. And I found out I was pregnant again, October 19th. 2016. So, not only was I a mother, and we're trying to figure out this parenting thing to Damn. start off with, then we have this okay, this wife and husband role. So now I'm a wife and a mom. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I found out I'm pregnant again, like not even a month, bruh. <laughs> so then I found out I'm pregnant again. So it's just, it was just, it was, it was a lot. Um, and so, I I'm trying to like think back like how did I like survive because I think one of the challenges for me being a wife is like being a Christian woman and learning about the Proverbs 31 woman but then also how I was raised Um, my parents divorced when I was probably like the third grade Mm -hmm. but my dad was still in my life so it was just my mother was very just independent. I can do it on my own. You don't need a man for nothing type situation, which I appreciate, and that is a um a vital skill I think to have. But mm-hmm. I think it's also um kind of hindered me in that submission
2: mm-hmm. type
1: of um thing that I would want in a marriage, mm-hmm. and you know women get real like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she's trying to be submissive and that's like this whole topic like this whole like Taboo type situation that you mm-hmm. can't be submissive, but it's not like your husband makes all the decisions and this, this, and that. Well, that's not how it is for my marriage. I'll just say right. that every to each its own. Um, but we talk about things together, and there were some things that I knew, being a wife, that I wanted to make sure that I um, did for my husband. Yeah. Now you also have to remember, I have a ten-month-old nine ten yeah a 10 month old and I'm pregnant so my kids were 17 months apart so I will say within the beginning we're almost at four years and I still say it's still kind of like this um I am a mother first and I was a wife second
2: Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. not
1: my goal my -hmm. goal is to be a wife first and my mother second because my biggest fear is you, you know, you just get into the emotion of things. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, the kids are gone. Like yeah. my girls are going to grow up. They're going to have their own life, get their own husband, whatever they choose to do. They're going to, they're going to do that. And guess what? I'm still going to be here with him. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure I'm spending time with him,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: I appreciate him because he understands, especially at that time, I, we had little kids. Yeah. So I'm like breastfeeding and pregnant. Trying to take care of him, but then also trying to figure out what's going on with my body because that's like a whole nother situation. Like body image—I felt pretty when I was pregnant. I ain't even gonna lie. I felt like I was just this goddess. And then they left me, and I'm like, "Wait, that's cute. What
2: happened?" <laughs> um,
1: but it was—it was just a lot. But he understood. Like they require more time of me. So like the little things that I would do is like make sure he had. He has coffee in the morning and he has his lunch ready. Mm-hmm. So none of because he's a teacher. So none of them husses going to say, Oh, your wife ain't cooking nothing. <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's taken care of back up. Um, but like doing little things like that. But now that my kids are getting older, like they're both out of diapers, it, I'm in, once again, this like transition. I'm mm-hmm. not in the, I need to have a diaper bag and I need this and I need that. Like yeah. this is the first year. Like, I'm not breastfeeding. I'm not pregnant. Like mm-hmm. y'all understand I was pregnant for like two and a half years like, right. <laughs> or breastfeeding. Like somebody's always like needing something for yeah. me. So now it's like, okay, you're independent. You're independent. Okay. I got my husband over here. What's your favorite color again? <laughs> so it's like a whole new world that I'm in and mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out and trying to do more things with my husband. Um, Netflix is kind of our thing. We're watching Money Heist right now. Ooh, I love um, Money. I asked him to teach me how to play Call of Duty okay. or something. Trying to do something like he likes. You know what I mean? And just trying to start there and like I've tried to be intentional in the past. Yeah. I'm like trying to do things, but I feel like I'm just like not really trying. I'm just trying to say, like, okay, I did it. Good wife. Here we go. Yes. Right. No more wife guilt, you know. Yeah no more mom guilt, like, I'm good, check, check, but not really being intentional about what we're doing together. So, girl.
0: I was wondering, (laughs) because that was going to be one of my other questions, because I know, I just know how difficult it is for me, you know, as a millennial wife to go through marriage and how, you know, marriage is hard work every day and, and you have to really put in a conscious effort in your marriage every day so that was gonna be one of my things like how do you guys even find quality time being that you have kids being that you were pregnant for like two years <laughs> and like do you guys wait till the kids go to sleep like what do y'all do like how do you find time for each other <laughs> if you have two little ones that also need you
1: <laughs> well so we're going to talk about this point in time, because this is my new transition. Uh, when they were little, it was just like we had to wait at night or okay. we had to wait to certain times, maybe nap time, you know, yeah. times like that. Now that they're older, my oldest is getting to this point where she's, she's still kind of taken out, but not really. And I really appreciate those naps, because that's like a little me time. So I can like digress a little bit. Um, but now sometimes we're like, hey their favorite tv show on, let's put T V let's let's put their show on. Let's go, you know. You know, you, you just gotta make it. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. So in a way it's kinda spicing things back up okay. in a way. Um but the kids are content, but you gotta put on a good show. Cause my kids be like, Mommy, mommy, daddy, what you doing? None of your business. Go for that. <laughs> so it was just like it's just trying to figure it out and I like like, one of the first questions is just, like, I'm just a woman in transition trying to figure out this new, this new phase in my life. Like, I've been at my job for five years. Um, I got a promotion three years ago, so it's, like, career-wise, what is my next step? Um, what do I want to do? I know I'm passionate about education, but how can I help more people? I love, you know what I mean? I love helping people. I love encouraging people, and I love uh, informing people the 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 power of education and starting early even when they're in the womb they can hear you you know talking they can hear your baby can hear you like reading they recognize your voice it's it's so many little things and so the it's so vital and like the first three years like the child's brain is just like a sponge Mm -hmm. they like, like all their brain functions like the first three years are so vital and it's um makes sense but it saddens me that people think like well, I have to wait till my child can talk before I can like teach them.
2: Yeah. No.
1: And Google Gaga, Google Gaga. Oh no, no, they're a person like talk to them because they're going to mimic you. They're going to see your mouth moving and mimic you. And so that you're already teaching them like early language skills. Yeah. And so like people, I think still to this day, they always ask, how did your, how did you do that with your child? How did you do this? Your baby's so smart. And I'm like, Thank you, like really appreciate it. How'd you do that? Just talk to them. Right. And every, you know, everything you do is an educational opportunity. So it's just really encouraging people just to talk to your child and when you're driving. It's like, wow, did you see that tree right there? What color is that? They're learning their colors and they have no idea. Like
2: right I don't know.
1: That's my that's my whole spiel, But it's just trying to figure out that like Yeah continuum because I feel like we were raised From parents, kind of my mom is um, pretty much like on the ending cusp of being a boomer. I'm the youngest of three girls. And so she grew up where they can like stay in one role for all these years and be fine. But it's like me, I'm like, I love my job. I love what I do. They're very flexible. But what's my next step? Right. Like, is there a role in my organization where there is a next step for me to go? Because I absolutely love it. But you also have to make sure, I think as, as women and wives and millennials, what I am learning that I need to make sure I know my worth and I'm not downplaying when it's time for promotions and raises. Granted, with COVID-19 happening, there are going to be some transitions and definitely understand that. But at the end of the day, if I can get more money somewhere else mm-hmm. and I'm still doing something that I love. Mm-hmm. That's great. But because I have small children, flexibility means more than anything right now. Like that means more than anything. I mean, it'll be nice if I get like $10,000 raise, but if I have to be in the office and I can't be flexible with my hours, then I might have to put that that job opportunity aside just for a little bit longer until I can figure out what that would look like in our home. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it sounds like your transition into motherhood has been an easy one.
1: (laughs) Wine helps, ladies. Wine helps.
0: (laughs) You have way more to speak on about your transition into motherhood because it was like being a mother, being a wife and transitioning at the same time because, and it's funny you said something about how you were putting motherhood over becoming a wife and that is something that you're working on because me as a person with no kids and you know as a wife and looking on Instagram I often wonder the question do people favor motherhood over being a wife or is that something that just automatically happens because you know you have these little people who are dependent on you or what? Because Just seeing the the women that I follow who are wives, they really go hard on the mommy. You know, you see more about being a mom and seeing their kids and and not so much about being a wife or their relationship with their husband. And I was just wondering, because again, I'm not there yet, but I will be. So I always try to wonder like what my life will be like, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's a good one. I think it's not... For me personally, I speak you yes, know, for sure. myself because some women it's so much easier. There's this new girl that I just saw following on Instagram and she's, she's a fiance, but still it's just like, she's so good at just like, okay, my son's going to go to my mom's house. We're going to do this. And she's like transitioning to me like very well. I think because I was a mom first, then I became a wife and then a mom again, they were close in age. So I think it just kind of happened that just, they needed more attention Mm -hmm. and me and my husband, like we sat down and talked. He was like, I need more. He straight up was like, I need more attention. I get like that you're taking care of the kids and this, this and that. I get that, but I would like more of your attention. I just felt like, damn,
2: yeah. if it ain't
1: one thing, it's another. And it's just like, I feel like as women and probably millennial women at that. We just try to do so much and have all of these hats because we have all of these opportunities right in front of us. It's like, how can we do this all? Yeah. Because i have a great mom day. Like the kids, they were on it. They were, you know, they were listening. They were cleaning up. We did all these activities. I'm a cool mom, right? We doing all this fun stuff. And then I failed because my husband ain't getting none yesterday. Right. There was a point in time where I literally had to track, track when we had sex.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Like it gets to that point, like someone of them like, yeah, 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 yeah. But at me after kids, my libido went to trash, yeah. like trash. And so it's like, I had to like, do, 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 do. Okay. How long has it been? Uh, I was like, dang. It's been how long? And then I would go to him, like, I'm so sorry. He's like, it's fine. I understand. I'm like, no, you know, it's not right. But just for him to be understanding, and I think he knows it's just a phase, it's just a transition. And I think he sees the change that, you know, the kids are older, they're more independent. They still need me, you know, they're still toddlers, but it's not as much as like, I'm breastfeeding like half the day. I got a kid on my tit all day, so it's definitely like hard because I'll do, I have all these boxes. I was a good coworker, I was a good daughter, I was a good mom. I have all these titles, right? And it's like if I fail at one, I'm just like I failed at everything. And I think it's like what I've learned, especially this past year, because I cut my hair last year. Mm -hmm. I think like one, I cut it because postpartum hair loss was a beast for me. Um, and then I also wanted something new. And it was just when I cut my hair it's just rejuvenating. It was just like, okay, my kids are getting older. Who am I? Like, what do I like to do again? And it's like, you can look back to what you used to do, yeah. but you ain't, you probably ain't about that life no more.
2: Right. Like okay. you
1: just, because so much, exactly. So it's like, Rediscovering yourself, and I mean, like, my husband and I we met in the gym, mm. so it's like, well, COVID 19 is going on right now, so it's a whole different topic. But like, we would have dates in the gym and we would work out together because that's where it all started. Like, mm. our love started with the love of fitness, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, for sure,
1: it, and so it's just. I just say, man, with that whole guilt situation, you do the best that you can. Uh, Don't beat yourself down. Just try to do better the next day. Because, I mean, I think the whole like wife and motherhood, it just happens. And I think for Instagram, it's easier to sell a kid.
0: Girl, girl.
1: Because most people want likes. So, I mean, you post your kids, you're going to get a ton of likes. I could post my husband. People will like it. But nobody better put no heart eye emojis underneath because then we're going to have some problems.
2: You're so right. it's
1: you got to think about that. I post You're him right. every now and then. And I know some people like, oh, let me. Nah, don't zoom in. Right. You know what I'm
0: saying? I didn't even think about that, girl. You it's might
1: easier. Know. It's easier. It sounds so bad, but it's easier to sell. And it's like this whole like ideal of like yes. family. And that's why I wanted to start my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. sorry, segueing this, but I'm thinking like, because I wanted to provide like, yes, we have good days. Yes. And yes, we have bad days. And guess what? My house isn't clean.
0: Yes. No, no. Honestly, <laughs> that's what I love about you um, and your content because you do share the real, like you don't try to paint this picture-perfect you know situation of motherhood like you don't you don't even just being out and talking about your experience you don't you don't come off as that and that's what I really love about you and that's why I'm always like anything motherhood like okay let me pick up <laughs> Naila because this is what this is the perspective I want because <laughs> I don't, you know, everybody else try to, you know, say the politically correct things and try to, you know, act like they're the perfect mother all the time and whatever. And that's not, you know, the case. I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: Like, but it's just like, there are people out there. You, you don't have any kids right now. And you're so curious about motherhood. And if I'm going to tell you it's roses and dandelions and everything is perfect. That's not true. There are some really good days. Like, I personally enjoyed the newborn stage. Waking up every few hours, I it. I did that. I enjoyed the baby stage. You know why? Because they stayed in one place.
2: Yeah. When they
1: start moving, I was like, oh man, I gotta, you know, it was more like, what's going on? But I feel like we have to, we have to share our authentic self and our true stories when it comes to motherhood Mm -hmm. because someone's going through the same thing. I never want a woman to like, look at me and be like, she got it together. She knows everything about early education. She knows everything. Girl, no, I don't. No, I don't. Can you teach me something? Because guess what? I, my goal is like, I'll share some information. I would love for you to tell me your perspective. How did you do that? How did you get your kid to ride a bike? My kid can't ride a bike. How did you do that? Oh my gosh, your kid can't ride a bike, but she can do this, this, and this. And like a lot of mothers compare yes. their children to each other. And I'm like, y'all they're kids. yes every child is different comparing my two kids my oldest she's just a brainiac like she just is she loves she loves learning she loves knowledge she loves school she's me like I love school right my youngest she's like "Mm, I'll still learn but my attention span is shorter but she's also two so it's like not comparing them because at Mm -hmm two years old, my oldest did this and you're not doing this. And that's one of the things that I'm working through right now is not comparing my children. Mm-hmm. I never compared my children to someone else's kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, I'm winning. Right. Not comparing. But then I'm over here comparing my two kids against each other. Yeah. I'm like my two year old should know this by now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, actually, she probably shouldn't. Right. She probably, like
0: it's she probably okay. Are- Already ahead of the game, and everything else she knows now is extra.
1: So <laughs> she's meeting her developmental milestone, yeah, she-
0: <laughs> exactly. She knows she needs to now
1: and she potty tray
0: okay, hallelujah,
1: saving that money on the diapers. Period.
0: Period. <laughs> so, the fact that you are raising daughters, you know, I definitely wanted to talk a little bit about that and how you prepared yourself for that, if you did at all any preparing. And the reason why I ask this is because we are finally in a stage in society where women empowerment is very big. Black girl magic is really big. You know, um, letting girls know because social media you know, there's all different types of things going on over there, you know, different types of beauty that we see more Mm. often than others. And so what are you teaching your daughters about these things, if anything, right now? And even if you're not, what is your plan for that? And yeah, what does that look like?
1: Girl, you know, you know me, education, I teach them early. Um, So I don't really know. I'm the youngest of three girls. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. I'm the youngest of three girls. So I'm the baby. So I never had the experience of like a little sister or anything. Uh, my oldest sister had my niece in 2009. So that was my first like experience of a little girl.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I just remember thinking like, I hope she knows she can do whatever she wants to do. I just remember like always in my head like I hope she knows that and so then when I found out like my niece is like my mini like that's my little best friend still to this day um and when I found out I was having a girl my biggest thing was like I hope she knows she can do anything that she wants to do and so this black girl magic movement I think is the perfect time for me right now
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I can show them like hey she looks like you and she's doing X, Y, and Z. And I know me personally, I was very intentional about choosing my OB who delivered my kids.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: their pediatrician
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: still was looking for a black dentist. Cause I want my girls to see females in these different roles. Yeah. They would have no idea. Like just think like this is their pediatrician their entire life. They had no idea. Like, that's what they know. That's all they know. Yeah, a black woman can be a pediatrician. Yeah. Yeah, she can be an OB. Like they, their, their concept is like, yeah, I already can do this. So that was like one of my intentional goals is to provide their doctors that they see all the time,
0: yeah.
1: that they can do it. And then I think colorism is a huge thing in our community. Um, I am the darkest in my family out of the oh, sisters. My, uh, my mom is a light bright. <laughs> My dad is probably two shades darker than me. My mama thought she was going to have her some little chocolate babies because that's what she wanted. She wanted chocolate, chocolate.
2: Aww.
1: Like, sorry, mama, is all you got. So <laughs> I just know being a black woman of lighter skin, I will say that I definitely have seen privileges in the spaces that I have been in. Mm-hmm. And I'll be 100% honest about that. I'm aware of the privileges that society has for lighter skin black women.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I wanted to also teach my children. My oldest is, I'll say she's pretty light, and my youngest, she's about a shade or two darker than me.
2: Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, <nothing>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> um,
1: just so they're aware like no matter what your skin looks like you're beautiful Mm -hmm. and so brown skin girl like i made sure that that's a song that they are aware of i make sure they listen to our music i make sure they learn they're going to learn our history you're going to learn like homeschooling right because COVID 19 the kids have been home yes i made sure to have in our history lesson, it's gonna be a black history lesson because we all know that's not really taught in school, right? So we did an activity on Garrett Morgan who invented, to, who invented the stoplight. So we made a stoplight, we talked about the different colors, we did all that. And so I want them to know how powerful we are as a people.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I want them to also, I've been teaching them like, curly girl, like love your curls, like love your natural hair. Yeah. Most of the time it's embraced because it's easier for me to manage. Right. But when they have their hair out, they're just like, oh, mommy, um, look at my hair. And it's just like self-love. Yeah. And I just want them to know like, bruh, baby girl, you can do anything you put, my mind, anything you put your mind to. Anything at all. And I remember one day, my uncle was like, mommy,
2: can I be a scientist? Yes, you can. Can I be a tree? I'm not too
1: sure how you would do that, but we can figure that out. We can get you a tree costume. Like just allowing them to imagine like, Mm -hmm. what did they always say? Um, What's that famous quote everyone says? Like let their, let my ceiling be their floor Mm. or something like that. No, you never heard of that. Mm
2: -hmm. It's like
1: this rookie. I'm probably saying it wrong, but like just my peak of where I can see myself. I want my children to start at my peak yeah. and go higher, yeah, and so I think my mom has done a great job um like instilling that in
2: me, mm-hmm. and then
1: you just I'm obsessed with Michelle Obama, um watching becoming on Netflix and her daughters and just like empowering women and just those oh like God. oh sorry. sorry, empowering women and um uh, just those words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I know that's like my love language, but it's just like you are so cute, girl. You yeah. like you are smart, you are intelligent. And some days I'm like, "Hey, repeat after me. I am smart. I am strong. I am brave. I can do anything." And just kind of instilling that in them at this young age so when they get to a point where society is in their face and mm-hmm. their friends they listen to their friends more than me. Um, They have me in the back of their head. Empowering them.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Instilling that in them. I think that's very important. So we talked about COVID. You mentioned COVID and working from home and homeschooling. You You know, we've been seeing a lot of funny memes on social media with parents and their kids and like send help, like, can we send them back like how has this pandemic changed your family dynamic what have you learned about yourself your husband and your kids during this time
1: I will say we are in week 10 I think Mm -hmm. so out of the 10 weeks the first weeks, the first few weeks I was like um my kids need a schedule I need a schedule like I'm a very schedule oriented person like We wake up around this time, we do A, B, C, and D. So I made like a little lesson plan, um, posted on Instagram a few people used. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm just trying to keep my kids, you know, education is important.
2: Yes.
1: Right, we did that for like a month and then work got like real crazy for me, right? Because I would like do some work and then I'll do their activity real quick. AJ would help. He's a teacher, so he has to do his Google Classroom. Um, we sell my parents, so they were helping a little bit um mm-hmm. to kind of like figure this transition out, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Work got crazy, and we just kind of slowed down. Granted, like I always say, there's always a learning opportunity, so it wasn't as structured um and like last week, I think was they had a full week of just like them waking up on their own, and like my kids don't sleep in, um so them waking up at seven thirty is like sleeping into them, yeah, um, And I will say for my kids personally, there were so many more behavior problems, Mm. issues, I will say, because they weren't on their schedule. And I'm just like, you know what? I gave y'all a week to try to see how it would go. Nope. So this week is just like, all right, you're waking up at 645. We're downstairs to have breakfast by 715. They do not stay. My kids have never like through this whole quarantine thing. They did not stay in their pajamas. Like, they put clothes on, you got upstairs, we're doing breakfast. And so, like, trying to keep their same routine that they had in school. Okay. Like, they went to nap around this time, they eat breakfast at this time, they get a snack at this time, nap, outside activity. Just kind of keep that same, like, scope, because that's better for kids to know what com- what comes next mm-hmm. that um, allows for less behavior challenges. And so, girl, we're back on it this week, because last week... <laughs> i had to call my coworker because i was like i am about to lose it i mm-hmm. mom guilt i saw myself like yelling more at them and mm-hmm. i felt so bad but everybody makes mistakes but my thing is like me personally it's hard for me to express my emotions mm-hmm. i'm a very friendly person like i can't say like i'm sad right now I'm either happy or I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Like there's like no in between. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to teach my girls to identify their emotion. Like I am angry. I am mad. I am sad. All this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So they can be better than me. Um, and identify their emotions, but it was like, I am angry. I am angry. And it was like the same thing. Like an hour. I was like, guess what? Mama angry too.
2: Oh my God. Mama angry
1: too. So what are we going to do about it? We all angry. Let's figure something out. And so <laughs> they just kind of looked at me like, what? And I'm like, exactly what's going on here? Um, and that's literally how I talk to my kids. Oh. We have conversations. And I think because once again, we see on my parents. It's hard for my mom to see, like, I'm allowing my kids to express themselves because she grew up in the generation of kids are supposed to be seen, not heard. Yes. And I feel as though, that's where the gap in like, um, mm-hmm. empowerment and like that transition mm-hmm. yep. kind of thing. Like you women, we do have a voice. And yep. so every time they do that, my mom's like, unfold your arms. And I was like, mom, you're my mom, not theirs. Yep. Like we, we had to establish, we had to establish that many times. Great. It's our house. So I do respect you. Get nice. that foremost, nice. but let me parent. You yeah. parented me. Thank you. Trust me that I'm going to be able to parent them. And we sit down and I say, okay,
2: why are you angry? Because my sister took my toy. Okay. Why did she take your toy? No, 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 Okay. So you're
1: angry because your sister took your toy. Bring her sister over. Why did you take her toy? And it's a conversation. Yeah. So they can understand if someone gets in trouble, they're going to know why they're in trouble. They can tell you, you ask them, why, why are you in trouble? Oh, because I took my sister's toy and that's not nice. Like that's my goal. So, I mean, it's been, um, challenging, but we're getting into a rhythm. It's gotten a lot easier and I, we just kind of tag team it like in the mornings, we kind of work right next to each other, give them like a puzzle or, um, some sand or some type of activity. And then we have meetings. One person will go to another room and one person would have the kids when we both have meetings at the same time. Um. We either kind of let them play outside on the playground, depending on the weather, or that's when they can play on their iPad for a little bit. So excited about that iPad. I'm not a huge... <laughs> iPads help, but they're like my last resort. But if we both have very like in-depth meetings we have to be engaged in, then they have to get the iPad just for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, well, mommy's done with her meeting. You got to give me back your iPad. And So, aww. We've been making it right. The best that we can. There have been some nights, every single night, like one week. There was a week that I had to drink every single night to like calm my nerves. <laughs> Definitely like woke up, but I was like, you know what? Let me pray about it. Wake up, get my morning started right with a good devotional. Yes. Listen to some affirmations. Spotify has this like wellness
2: mm-hmm.
1: wellness something that you can listen to,
2: mm-hmm. and it is bomb.
1: If you have Spotify, you should really look at that. Look it up. Oh Girl, it well, I've been waking up hype. Like, what? Y'all are both having a meltdown? It's gonna be a great day. <laughs> like straight up and just walk over and keep it going. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. So what sacrifices and other adjustments have you had to make during your transition? I know you mentioned um living with your mom. How has that been? And I know that you are moving into a new home. So, and it's also during the pandemic with everything else we just talked about going on. So (laughs) how is that
1: going? I'm not gonna lie. Like move it, like think about it, moving back into your parents' house. Like I have a whole husband, two kids and a dog going to live back at my mama's house. But she offered us the opportunity to stay at her house Mm-hmm. to one pay down some debt and two to save money for for us to buy our first home and how my mom's house is built um the whole upstairs is pretty much like where we are like me and my husband have our own room and bathroom the girls have they share a room they have their own bathroom and then there's like an upstairs living space so it's like low-key like a little apartment right um for us so there's not really anything but going into it I was just like all right mama one thing we got to get on one accord is that I'm their mom, you're their Nana. If they are in trouble, please like, let me do my mom duty, yes. give them a little time, let them finish. And then you can be Nana and spoil them. Yeah. Like we had to establish that. Cause that was my biggest fear of not move, not like me, not wanting to move in with my parents. But then I like, think about, it. I'm just like, man, I'm so blessed to be able to have my mom like allow us to do this and it has not been it it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be honestly I thought like because me and my mom have a very good relationship but my trigger with her is um well technically with anyone but mainly with her is when people raise their voice at me Mm -hmm. like for absolutely no reason I immediately like shut down. There goes me identifying my emotions. I just shut down and I have no idea what they're saying. So if someone's talking to me, I need you to keep a same tone. Yes.
2: Don't get loud.
1: Cause then I'm gonna get loud and you yeah. my mama. So I can't get loud with you. So I'm gonna have to calm it down. Right. <laughs> but anybody right. else so like, that's my trigger. And so I knew that coming in. I'm like, okay, okay. When when her voice gets loud because she was a principal and she was an assistant superintendent, yeah. she just naturally teaches her, she talks loud. Yeah. And I get that, but there's a different tone when yeah. she's trying to get a point across. And so right. I'm just like, okay, mom, I have to go do this or I'll find an excuse. Um, but it's been very beneficial. I think my mom and my stepdad have really enjoyed having someone else in the house because I live in this big old house, five bedrooms, two people. Yeah. Like, and they, I think they enjoy the company. My stepdad, he's like 73 70 something. And he absolutely like loves the kids. I always forget his age because he acts like,
2: he's
1: such in good health. Like they'll take the kids on the walk. I'll come home when we used to have to go into the office for work. Mama has a full cooked meal, and I'm like, Dad. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to miss that. that. Like, just having food cooked when you come home, and that's something I don't have to worry about. Right. And so, like, it hasn't been that bad. It's always like, just, I mean, just respecting everybody's space. Um, That's actually been the easier part. But the whole point of us moving in was to. Pay off debt, which we did really quickly. Yes. And save money for a home. Yes, which you now so, have.
2: Yes, now. we close on Thursday. That is so exciting.
1: It. So exciting and so crazy because we were like, okay, yes, we're first time home buyers, but the market right now is just like a buyer and seller's market. It's a win win for everyone because the entrance rate interest rates are low, Mm -hmm. but one of the things they're really looking at are credit scores. Mm -hmm. So because we've been paying off debt, our credit score has been getting higher and higher. So that's kind of made things a little bit easier. So, you know, we wanted to move in the same area. And so we've all, I enjoy looking at houses. So I would just always look at houses, you know, we had a lender, we got a credit ran, we had our realtor, all this kind of stuff. And there's this one house and I'm just like, this will be perfect. It's not like too big. It's not too small. The elementary mm-hmm. schools are perfect. I got my St. Augustine grass. I know that's kind of random for a lot of people, but there's a certain grass that I like. <laughs> um, I had it in my childhood. I just remember that grass. It was like cold and thick. and It was really good grass. Anyway, that's the kind of grass we had at my house. Uh, just throw that out there. Oh um, but it's just like thinking <laughs> through that, like we're in a pandemic. So it's just like, what is it like moving to a house right now? Yeah. The perk is that we're not in a my mom said like we're not in a rush to move to the new house. Like we don't have to all just get up and move. So it's definitely going to be a slow transition for us to move to the house because I want to get I want to get it painted. Mm -hmm.
2: Um
1: but one of the hardest things I think are gonna be for the girls not having Nana and their papa there so I'm trying to constantly like for me for me and my girls what's best for them is just you kind of give them a heads up you kind of start saying the same thing over and over and then it'll start clicking
2: mm-hmm. and
1: so we'll drive by the house to see and I'm like hey guys that's our new house and so we're closing so I'm like hey girls on Friday which is our movie night um we're also probably going to go see our new house you know that house we always go and see the outside And you always ask, can we go inside? we say, we can't go inside just yet. Um, We'll be able to go inside. And so yesterday, my oldest asked mommy, is Nan and Papa really coming to the new house with us? And I had to tell her, no, you know, they're going to stay here, but we can come back and visit. We can come back and visit them anytime. And she was like a little confused. Um, So I know that's going to be a, definitely a transition for, Mm -hmm. for them both. For everybody, really. Because I'm right. not coming home to cook meals. <laughs> exactly.
0: I know, I know you are going to miss them home cooked meals.
1: No, I got to cook them.
0: Exactly. Now you going to be the one cooking them home cooked meals. <laughs> uh, meal prep. <laughs> right.
1: got all better lick leftovers.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> this is a good stopping point. We have to pay some bills. We're going to be right back. Okay? All right. Hey, girl. Hey. This podcast is sponsored by the Millennial Wives Club. We are a community of supportive women who just so happen to be millennial wives, hence the name. We are actually more than just wives. We are mothers, we are bosses, we are friends, we are leaders in our community, daughters, sisters, and so much more. Despite the name, the Millennial Wives Club, you do not have to be a wife to join the club. But you do have to aspire to be a wife. If you are a woman who has a passion for connecting and supporting like-minded women, looking for a tribe to remind you that you are not alone, and don't mind going places with strangers who turn into sister friends, join us. Just go to the website, themillennialwivesclub.com slash join the club for more details on how to join your local chapter or how to start your own. All right, girl, we'll see you then. Now let's get back into the show. And we're back. So to close us out, Naila, who are you today? And what advice can you give to the woman who is out there getting lost in the role as a
1: mother? Okay, first, who am I today? I'm going to have to say I am still a woman in transition. Um, like I mentioned before, I'm in a new phase in my life. No diaper bags, no this, trying to be more, um, wife first, mom second. Um, still kind of doing my roles as I feel that, you know, are important to me and the advice that I would give women out there, um, kind of getting lost in the role as a mom, Mm -hmm. I would say you're doing a great job first let me say that first because it's always great to hear you're doing a amazing job your babies are so blessed to have you as their mother you are doing an awesome awesome job and please give yourself some grace it's okay to have hard times because that's just a part of life um but there will be better days and if you feel yourself being down more than you normally are um make sure you talk to someone. Um, if it's very severe, make sure, you know, kind of talk to your doctor. It's a okay to, um, be able to talk through those things because motherhood is not easy. It's probably the, it's the biggest blessing and hardest job (laughs) you will ever have. But, um, just be true. You got this. Um, the Lord has blessed you with this child. You will figure it out and you got it, mama.
2: Yes. Even though you
1: go, you got it. Just, just always remember that. And it's okay if you know you didn't do something. Your kitchen can be messy. Your laundry cannot be done. Your husband could be over there trying to get some because <laughs> that's just what they do. Um, but you know, you got this. You can't. You can do it all. You are a child of God. Mm. I
0: love that. I love, I love that. All right. Thank you so much, Naila, for doing this today, sharing your story and being so transparent. Like I said, you're like my go to when it comes (laughs) to talking things, all all things motherhood, because I know I can count on you to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that about you. So thank you again so much for coming onto the show and doing this for me. I know you're super busy, but
1: (sighs) thank you. Girl, they sleep. I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> thank Tia, thank you so much for just reaching out to me and allowing me to be a part of just your brand, like Millennial Wives Club, you know we got the podcast, like I'm just so like proud of you and I'm so blessed to be able to call you my friend because you are girl boss and you are freaking goals girl, so you know, if you ever need anything, you know I'm right here for you, boo.
0: Yes, <laughs> Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We are signing out. Until next time. Bye. Well, all right, friends. That's all I got. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to Women in Transition. I am your host, Tia Davidson. I hope you enjoyed the show. For show notes and submission of questions, please visit www.accordingtotia.com. But before you do that, Can you do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast? And while you're there, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate your feedback and your support. And if you're not already following me at According to Tia or at the Millennial Wives Club, you are missing out. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. I'm not afraid. See, I don't wanna block what God has for me. Watching what I feed my mind, good energy. Good energy. And I let go the people that's no good for me. See, I'm fully fully persuaded persuaded. that I can do this. yep I can make it. I'm an entrepreneur with integrity. I lack nothing. Ain't no sense of jealousy. I ain't got. (laughs)
2: I'm <laughs>